Life. What is life? One day you're born, you're there with your family, the ones you love. You grow up, you get bullied, you change. You start a family, you have kids of your own. Life. KFC, six pack of chicken. <laughs> we ain't cool, we're feeling sad. We got awkward in the bag. Kyle and Zach. All night long. Awkwardly normal. It's coming on. Ooh. Right now. Welcome back. And this week, we have a very special guest. Very special. Simon. <laughs> Super special. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. Do you want to give us a quick intro about yourself? Yeah. Um, my name's Simon. Uh, I've, yeah, I've been living in Whistler for on and off for like the last 10 years or so. I was lucky enough to meet Kyle in the early Whistler years when we were both rat bagging it, uh, <laughs> snowboard instructors. Seabums. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. And then, um, yeah, kind of took me a couple of goes to figure out how to live in Whistler. And now I'm back here full time, permanent resident. I can actually go for my citizenship in August. So yeah, Sweet. pretty stoked to be here. You know, West Coast is the best coast. Well, welcome to Awkwardly Normal. And to kick things off, you've got an awkward story for us. Really awkward, really awkward, really awkward, really awkward, chat, 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 I lied. It's strawberry blonde. <laughs> I'm sort of blonde in the summer, so we're kind of like Neapolitan ice cream right now. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, I'm the chocolate baby. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. I, yeah, must be strawberry. <laughs> but, but do you prefer living in this, um, you know, Canadian climate as the oh, yeah. Australian hot suns? Yeah, like I grew up on the coast, and when I went back to Australia, I. Uh, yeah, the one thing I struggle with is the sun there. It's just so bad. And like, mm. it's it's pretty funny because my family are all uh, like olive skin, dark features. I'm the milkman's son. Like, basically, <laughs> like, I, yeah, got that recessive mm. gene in me. So I've got the, you know, very pale <laughs> ginger. Um, and it's funny because, like, I surf and all this and I spend a lot of time in the sun. So <laughs> I, uh, my dad always prompts me to go get skin skin checks and i don't trust those uh those australian skin health professionals anymore no no um but surely they see a lot of skin issues being the hot country i have an issue with these skin checkers i'll tell you that much so basically um and i'm sure that not all like this but basically like my dad's like, all right, have you, when was the last time you got a skin check? I'm like, never. And I'm like 25, 26 at this point. So like, uh, I'm kind of an adult, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I could think about I'm that. I'm 30. I'm still not an yeah. adult. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I was like, yeah, sweet. Booked in. And it's free in Australia, I'm pretty sure. Like it's, so it's good. And you know, you got to get checked and everything. And go get checked. And um, so I, I rock in and I go get it done and that. And then like my dad, um, he's a amazing man uh but he is also um can be quite sharp about and blunt about things mm-hmm. sometimes which can uh, be intense yeah, yeah. it's it's funny yeah. like right and um he uh <laughs> he's like how was your skin check and we were sitting just having a coffee in the morning one day and i was like oh yeah it was good it's good you know like nothing it's good i got no like i've got mm-hmm. some freckles they're all good and that and i was like it's kind of weird though 
And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, I didn't expect him to like, you know, look everywhere. And he's like, what do you mean look everywhere? And I was like, wait, what? And he's like, In between what, the what do you mean? Oh, dude. I was like, did he not look at your dick? <laughs> My dad just goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, uh, well, one, he told me to go to this particular guy. Mm. So I was like, I was like, I was like, oh man! So like, this must be common practice, anyway. Yeah, yeah. and he's assume. like, he's like, what you? this is the skin doctor, dick. Yeah, man. yeah, exactly. This is the health professional, and I was like, please wait. What do you mean? You're not supposed to get it out. And I'm about to tell you a little bit too much information here, <laughs> but basically, my dad's like, I don't understand what you're talking about, and I was like, Dad, like, he got me to drop trow spread cheek <laughs> and then i turned around and i got my little you know two inch pea shooter out <laughs> and then he's like looking at it and he gets like he's got like this pen and he's like kind of like lifted it up a little bit and he's like staring at it and um then he asked me to pull back my uh windsock my, no way and i fully pulled back my yes huh. my windsock for a for a skin cancer check. He just like stared at it and he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that looks good. And I was like, okay, cool. Sick. Like go back anyway. So I sat on that for like, you know, five days until I got back and I'm telling my dad here and he's like, he's like, what? You just got fucking molested. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I was like, that that's normal. Right. And he's like, that is not normal. What is wrong with you? Well, like, you surely know. that part of your um, penis isn't getting much sun, so why would that be a part of the? the yeah, skin? Like that, that, that had, whole area is covered, dude. He had a stethoscope, like man. I don't know, he was just, was but, he in the corner taking pictures? Well, well, the other thing is too. I was like, do you even work here? <laughs> <laughs> He's you're wearing a different colored coat than everyone else. Yeah, why are your pants off? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so health professionals do your research. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's a Yelp for skincare doctors. Yeah. You should leave him a review. Should, I wonder if you can like Google, like Google and go back. And- He's just lucky none of my Skittles fell out. That's where I keep them. <laughs> Down in those big cities you hear, they like them hoppy IPAs. We've taken hoppy beer to the next level. Try our bunny blended beer. <laughs> So I think River is setting me up. (laughs) (laughs) No, serious. Um, I've spoken on this podcast before about um, farting and blaming the dog. Yeah, yeah. But she got one back on me real good this week. What? Okay, so I'm hanging out with a new friend. Nice. We've like just met and we're watching a movie. So it's me, my new friend and River. Are you replacing us? Deal. You guys went around. <laughs> okay, so I never got a text. I don't know about you. Simon. Yeah, man. I couldn't even see through my little peephole. He's <laughs> so we're watching a movie, and like uh, anyone who knows me knows that I fart a lot. I probably have like IBS or something. But I was like, no, no. I've just met this new friend. Like I, I got to hold it together for yeah. at least the fir- at least the first yeah. first time meet. I got to hold this together. And you know when you like clench so hard that mm. um, it internally oh, made gargles, yeah, belly gargles. Uh, but it was like it was an explosion in there. Like it could <laughs> it could have been a fart. 
anyways, like I just said nothing and um, she said nothing. Nice. So I was like, all right. Solid. That's I think, a good sign. I yeah. think this is going to be okay. And, you know, there's no smell. But at the exact same time, River has let something absolutely rotten oh, go. No. So now I look so guilty because I've I've just made a sound. So it's oh if there my. was a smell after a sound, it's gonna it's, be me. Yeah, that's cr- yeah. yeah, but it's not. And like, if I blame the dog, like that just makes me look like a liar. Yeah, so I'm like, heard oh, that. Probably felt the vibration too. Dude. Assuming and you're it cuddling, was, it was bad. River's on this like new fancy gourmet oh so it was pork rich, diet like yeah yeah rich rich fart like it was smelly. like it smelled like a human fart oh, <laughs> brutal that's like two like cause and effects like that's like law and auto one and one like mm. heard the sound smell it yeah yeah so i was done <laughs> no did, did she get the ick you think uh possibly and then like 10 minutes later riv let another one go so by this stage i was like i think now i can be like do you smell that? I think it's the dog. And then I like, you know, got her out of the room, but I, I, I don't think this girl believed me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rip. She's like, there's only one, one girl for you, Kyle. That's yeah. yeah, that's me. It's funny though, because River, she is a bit like that. She does like to sabotage. Um, I've already mentioned this before, but uh, I went on a first date a little while ago and the girl knew River, like okay. from the app. She's like, is that River? And I was like, yeah, yeah. How do you know River? And it was like an old friend of a friend. So I brought River on the date. The one and only time I've brought River on a first date. And straight away, she just goes and rolls in dead salmons. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. No River. So, yeah. Yeah, just like you, had, you just came home, right? Date yeah, was, yeah. Date was like, over? This oh, yeah. Over. That's so good. That's mm-hmm. like kind of like, a um, you know, you could use River as sort of like a um, val- uh, like like kind of making sure the person's a good person like yeah. you could be like all right river do something weird and if they don't get weirded out by it, you're like yeah because you know the whole thing is people and dogs like you know if someone doesn't mm-hmm. like dogs or a dog doesn't like that person we're immediately like that's a bad person like that's weird but you see that a lot on the apps it's like come meet my dog and then i'll know if like you're the right fit but that makes no sense to me because you know dogs smell cancer and get excited so like you might be bringing home someone (laughs) (laughs) you don't know know why that dog's excited about this person pure evil in them this is sick (laughs) we want to believe our dogs are so intelligent you can suss this out yeah dog can smell like the they've just chopped somebody up they can smell like the remnants (laughs) on their they're like Bless. this is sick <laughs> awesome. smells amazing <laughs> have fun dad yeah. you're yeah. the new alpha <laughs> <laughs> oh man when i wake up i shit my pants every day when i was 34 i really lost my bowel movements in 1996 i had an accident which meant that i can never wear loose fitting clothes ever again butt plugs they'll save your life <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, um, <laughs> it's pity that, uh, you know, Riv's not here to get me through this as an emotional support dog, however it might be a little <laughs> bit triggering, uh, as, um, this one is about, uh, my mum's dog, uh, Frank the Tank. He's Frank a, the tank. yeah, and it's, uh, like, he's a beautiful dog, like, basically, my mum, uh, got him and this was one of the times we moved back to Australia, me and my partner, my partner who is in the vet industry. Um, so she uh, kind of could have helped me out a little bit more in this situation, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. didn't. But uh, basically, yeah, Frank grew up and he got so big and um, 
where like I'm on the ground stretching because I, I ride bikes and I don't stretch often. So when I do, I have to, you know, get in my zone because I'm stiff as. And uh, basically, Frank's 50 kilos, big head on him sort of thing, like mm. pit bull, American staffy sort of thing. And he's uh, sniffing around and I'm just like pushing his head away and stuff. And I'm like, go away, go away. And I'm doing that, you know, the standard leg over crucifix thing <laughs> you were literally just doing that on the floor five minutes ago yeah exactly yeah. right and uh yeah riv uh, i was wary <laughs> very way but basically big frank comes like bounding over and i'm like just pushing him away i'm like go away go away and the next minute he pours on my chest and i swear <laughs> to god this dog was like let's fuck and i was like what the hell and i went to get up and he puts his second on your chest and you know when you're on your back and like you've got weight on your <laughs> on your yeah. chest and you can't get up. I'm trying to get up. So like I've got the leg crossed over. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, sick. This is, I'll just like do a little roll and I'll get up onto my front. <laughs> Basically, I roll. And have you ever seen when dogs hump, they grip? Oh, he's got you. Oh, my God, dude. So I'm like, and I'm in, I'm just in like footy shorts and a shirt. Like, I'm like, it's loose. Dude, very loose. So basically, I'm like, what the hell? And like, I'm like, Georgie, Georgie, like, come out here. It's my partner's name. Anyway, so she like ignores me. Um, She's like, I don't know, doing something out in the other room. And then next minute, like, I'm trying to go and he puts all his weight onto me and I just like fall forward and like, I'm like trying to get up and the next minute I just look and I can see the old little red rocket. Oh, the lip- <laughs> I'm just like the lipstick is fully extended. So and I'm like oh, no. dude, and it's like and I'm like, Mom, Georgie, we're at my mom's house. I'm like, Mom, get out of Georgie. And so like Georgie like comes out and I look up and I've just got despair in my eyes. I didn't know what to do. I couldn't get him off me and he's like <laughs> can just so he's, hard, in the- he's hardcore pumping at this point. Dude, and he's like he's I can a big feel dog. his breath on the back of my neck. And I'm just like, what do I do? What do I do? I can't can't get him off and like I'm like kind of it's like an MMA fight when they get into the corner of oh, the no. of the cage. I'm like up against the wall. I was like, this can't be happening. <laughs> my girlfriend walks around the corner just laughs. She's just like, <laughs> calls my mum to come out. They're just, just like, they're just like standing there, like laughing. I'm like, get him off me. Get him off me. And he's like, he's loving it. And he's like, you can feel him brushing up on the back of my leg. Oh, oh no. And I was just like, go away. Put, finally got him off. And I just ran and he's like chasing after me. I like closed the door and I was just like, is this what fucking being a dog owner is like? Like, what the fuck? Does this happen all the time? (laughs) What the fuck is this mother... Oh, my God. This guy did sex. He was... uh... Yeah, so, um, yeah, Riv's a good dog. Yeah. <laughs> Riv is a good dog. Can safely say she has never tried to hunt me. Oh, man. He's that aggressively. Yeah, that's true. He wasn't even Pity. sorry yeah. either. Like, I come out like 20 minutes later and he was like blowing me kisses, man. He's like, so you got to sleep sometime, big boy. I'm like, ah! Just waiting for you. Are you a faceless, multinational company with no intrinsic values or morals? Are you looking to sweep under the rug the child labor that you have going on overseas? Well, don't worry. It's Pride Month. Simply add a rainbow flag to your logo and watch all your worries disappear. So, so far, most of our listeners are Canadian and you're in Vancouver, according to the stats. Um, <laughs> Thank you. You're listening to us. Yes, for sure. Yep. <laughs> but uh, me and Simon, if you haven't guessed, are, f- are from Australia. 
Mm. And Simon in particular <laughs> is from a place called Newcastle. Yeah. Um, oh. Where is Newcastle in Australia for all our non- Non. East Coast. That's where the Bogans are. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> funny shorts only, mate. Um, funny shorts only. Yeah, it's it's an interesting little town. Uh, little town. It's uh, 250 k's on the north of Sydney on the east oh, coast. Okay, there. okay, yeah. So I grew up in a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, like th- that's funny. Um, growing up there, like your mates, you like everything. And um, I actually had a really bad time <laughs> at one of the nightclubs in Newcastle and the boys just rallied for me. And um, so I was working uh, in underground coal mining at the time. And um, yeah, we just uh, are like, you know, young, you dabble in some drugs. And uh, <laughs> we would never, yeah, um, never anyways, done drugs. So like I'm out with the boys and like they would, thought it was funny to like spike each other and stuff. Which, to and, spike each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like it was like they knew it was going on. They were just like, yeah, that's kind of, yeah. yeah, that's just the norm, you know, Monday night. No. Yeah. And, um, but like because I got drug and alcohol tested every morning before I went into mm-hmm. the underground coal mine, um, basically like it was like you can't do this to Simon, like he'll lose yep. his job sort of thing. And they're really good about it. So we're at a nightclub and um, I'm there with uh, a bunch of my mates, couple of the, a couple of girls. And there was um, uh, my mate and his girlfriend and then one of her friends. And I was kind of like just chatting to her and stuff. And um, I bought drinks for us. I bought a round, uh, VCRs, vodka, cola raspberries there. I was gutted to find out that's not a thing when I first got here, but yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of that before, but it sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Yeah. It's it's a trash drink. (laughs) But uh, I bought bought, bought these drinks. And um, so the girl that I was kind of chatting to, she was like, oh, I'm just feeling really drunk. So Mm -hmm. like, uh, you can finish mine. I was like, yeah, sick. And so I just smashed it down. And then like, you know, like 15, 20 minutes passed and... um, I was like, oh man, I feel like, I feel like I got a bit Mm -hmm. of anxiety. Like, I feel like I'm kind of like coming up or something. And I was like to the boys, did you like, did you spike me? Like by accident, I don't care. I just need to know because Mm -hmm. like I can, you know, sort of that. And they're like, no, 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 it's all good. And then like another like 20 minutes passed. I'm on the dance floor, dude. Like I am ripping shapes. (laughs) And I'm like, oh man, like dance and dance. And that's kind of like the last sort of thing I remember. And then next minute, I'm in coming down the stairs of this club, I've got like my arm over two boys, like two mm-hmm. of the boys. To your, but, to your friends? Yeah. And they're like all with us and my feet are like dragging. And they're like, I remember him being like, he's been spiked. I think he's been spiked. Like what's going on? And like, and you're trying to like, you're coming with it. You're just wondering what's I'm happening. I'm like, what's going on? And Crazy. I was playing rugby at this time. I weighed like 110 kilos. Like I was a big mm-hmm. boy. Like I wasn't, yeah. Like, Obviously, it was meant for the girl that I was chatting to, I think. Like, yeah, like, that's almost, scary. Like, you kind of saved her a little bit by having that drink. Dude, yeah. I it was crazy. And like, um, I remember we were on the corner and then this guy that we knew come over and he's like, is he okay? And he like was slapping me in the face. And the boy's like, don't, don't, don't do this. And then they rang one of the other boys and they he come and picked us up. And then I remember, don't remember getting in the car or anything. I kind of passed out. And then next minute, <laughs> next minute. One of my like really good mates, Ryan, shout out to Ryan for being the man for this. I'll come to and he's got me over his knee, 
trying to make me throw up and he's got his fingers down my throat. Oh. Joke's on him. I don't have a gag reflex. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I woke up the next morning with the sorest oh. throat. Oh, no. And like, he's I remember, just trying to help you. Yeah, he's just yeah. trying to help me. He's like, finger in my throat. And I'm just like, like, just trying. And then like, yeah, the boys got in um, to the house. And like, I remember just sitting there and there was like a carton of beers, six of my buddies, a couple of girls all in my bathroom. And I sat there and they'd put the shower on me and I was just in my boxes, like had spew down my stomach. And I remember just coming to and being like, what is going on? And they're like, holy shit, dude. Like what happened? And I'm like, I don't even know. Like it was wild. You got crazy. I got got roofied. Yeah. And you know what the most fucked up thing about is I told, I got two elder sisters and I told my sisters and they're like, oh yeah, was it at this particular bar? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, it happens all the time. And I was like, what the hell, man? Whoa. Like, like if that if that floored me, like, I'm not saying I'm tough or anything, I'm a big boy, right? Yeah, like, but- like if you imagine that happening to, like, someone that's, like, you know, weighs 50 kilos or something, like, that yeah. is wild. Um, but, yeah, like, that's the thing. The boys just rallied. They didn't even think twice. Like, mm-hmm. oh, no, he's faking it. They were just, like... And that's one thing I love about back home is, like, not that you don't get it out here, but like the camaraderie, you grew up together, you know, you did dumb stuff together. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, and that's... back home, you get looked after even if you're doing shady behavior, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but like, yeah, that's one thing that I kind of miss about Newcastle mm. um, is just that sort of like lifelong friendship circles yeah. because we all move out here we don't know anyone sort of thing mm-hmm. and like you grow them. i mean like i do that for you carl and we've no i mean i do that for you I, anyone that rollerblades man yeah got you. <laughs> i appreciate you man yeah but Likewise. like that's one thing about like <laughs> newcastle is like you just the bond of friendship is so strong do you find you're on your phone all day endlessly scrolling checking those notifications can't let your mind settle, constantly anxious. Try the new Apple mental health app. <laughs> How are we feeling today? Hmm? The check-in. The check-in. We're checking in and we have Simon with us this time. Hello. So, Simon and first-time <laughs> listeners, this is the mm-hmm. part of the show where we deviate a little bit and we get a little vulnerable and just talk about how we're feeling to tr- help try and normalize it. Something that has come up in the last couple of weeks is we've got a lot of really positive feedback about mm-hmm. this part of the show. I mean, about all of it, but nice. people are really relating to what we're saying and that makes me feel good. So, yeah. Yeah. Because I think a sense of community is so important. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's alone as you may feel with like your feelings or the situation that you're in like guaranteed you're probably not alone a lot of the same people are going through the same thing and have the same problems but yeah yeah. it's it's hard to know that man like it's really hard to know that like you will talk and people will listen and someone will be Mm -hmm. like oh man this happened to me or like i know how you're feeling or maybe i don't know how you're feeling but that sucks Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and especially when you're going through dark times like you don't, a lot of the time you don't want people around mm. and then you mm-hmm. just kind of like kind of suffer on your own in silence a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling, Zach? I feel pretty good. I feel a bit stressed. Mm. A lot of that stress is like self brought on, but that's okay. 
that's normal i think to feel yeah. stressed do you guys how do you guys deal with stress do you deal with stress uh, all right in those intense situations i am an emotionally <laughs> disconnected person at times and i have my girlfriend to think that like she kind of taught me how to deal mm-hmm. with my feelings but i found like my outlet is uh like biking like mm-hmm. just not like it doesn't make me squash things but like if i'm feeling super stressed or anxiety and stuff i just need to go out and it's a part of like being in the mountains doing something i love reassuring me that i'm like in somewhere that i love doing what i can do what i want to do and then that kind of like lets me process whatever i need to process Mm -hmm. better for sure i don't know if that works for you guys like totally i think for me a big thing is the change of environment Mm. yeah it's it's just just like clears your brain a little bit and it, you don't have to like go out and go on a crazy run or like you can just go for like a walk mm. so yeah mm. yeah i'll read a book it doesn't have to be sport like yeah yeah, yeah. It can be anything or like listen to a podcast or like Pain. maybe just like go like have a nap or just like go lay outside yeah but different things work for different people too yeah i tend when i get super stressed i try to do that but sometimes when you're super stressed you like know you should go exercise but I tend to like disconnect myself from other people. I'll just like stop texting everyone, even though I know it'll like make me feel better. Mm. If like, cause I need, you need to respond to people. And nowadays you always say, Oh, sorry. Like I missed your text. Like my phone died, but like, you know, like everyone's on their phones all yeah. the time. So it's not a viable excuse anymore. Yeah. Like, no, nah, I think you're ignoring me. Yeah. yeah. You just yeah. sent me three memes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that was on a different platform. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on the fake platform. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That one's yeah, the one that you don't show your real side, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. But I also find usually I like I cope pretty well with stress, but the past few days a couple of like the projects in my life have like really ramped up and I've felt really stressed about like money and mm. time and I've it's been crazy like I've I've I like luckily I have like a really awesome support crew in my life which includes you guys nice. now you Simon yes so I'm gonna call you at two in the morning now get ready yes I'm down <laughs> <laughs> um but no, it's weird like usually I'm like so great at falling asleep but the past few nights I've been like so stressed and I've been like aimlessly trying to do things like on my computer not a huge like techie computer savvy person anyway i'm like learning because mm-hmm. like I, I like you have to and like it's a little nowadays but also like the the field that i'm in i'm trying to be in but i've like been up since like two or three in the morning the past three nights but i feel like i also get nothing done because like <laughs> have you ever had that mm-hmm. like, yeah. just, like so stressed and you like just get so confused and like there's so much you don't know what to do and you neck yeah treading crazy. water it just feels like you're treading water mm-hmm. yeah where am yeah. I going? <laughs> and I remember at one point yesterday, I was like laying on the kitchen floor at like one in the morning. And I probably like laid on the kitchen floor for like 30 minutes. It was so funny. It's weird. But I, I think, I don't know. We all have those weird moments. That's okay. Mm-hmm. If it helps. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. Totally. Like yeah. If it helps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. I don't know. I've just been feeling stressed. And I'm still totally feeling it, to be honest. Feeling the pressure. It's also hard to ask for help, I think. But it's good because especially people in your life, they want to like be able to help you mm. and then because people care about you but yeah like when you're feeling down at least personally i know we've spoken about that you don't want to bring the people around oh down i, sh- I shut as well. off i shut yeah. off and that's a bad thing man because like you know i'm like this is my problem this is what i do and like mm. i'm a pretty happy bubbly person most mm. of the time but you know everyone's got stuff going on um it's it's crazy to hear you talk about like sleepless nights i've gone through that man and like i pretty much just it was probably my first time dealing with depression and it was hectic and you mm-hmm. know that you shouldn't be feeling this way and all that. 
and you can't get out of it and it's hard like i think that's cool that you guys are talking about it because it's something that like needs to be talked about and mm. we do have awareness and stuff like that but it should be should be like this you should be talking to your mate like how is everything you're good and then mm. you should be able to say nah, man i'm not doing okay like i need help or maybe you don't need help i just like i need to talk to someone about something and mm. yeah that's cool maybe you just need someone to like be there or just to know that like you have that person mm. or something you're not alone that's cool yeah yeah yeah, I'm similar to you, Simon. When I'm going through things, it's all directed inwards. Mm-hmm. It's all like, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. Like, why am I like this? I'm like, never mad at other people. It's just like, yeah, it's all self-loathing kind of feelings that come up. So, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult thing to deal with for sure. Yeah, definitely. And um, I find a hard thing. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if you guys have the same thing. Is like, I think one of my own problems is I benchmark myself against people. Like, I'm a pretty competitive person, um, but, like, I found as I've got older, like, I will benchmark myself on, like, how this person's doing, what this person has, what assets they have, like, mm-hmm. you're, like, you know, have they, like, especially going out, being, a con- like, a freelancer and stuff, I'm like, why am I not as good as this person, why am I not? And I actually uh, went and I spoke to some people at the Whistler Local Community Services because I just, I was like, man, I, I don't know what's going on. I feel like I'm doing this wrong and mm-hmm. you know what he said to me he goes well tell me a little bit about yourself and i was like oh you know like i got my permanent residency i've just gone out got my own business like i get me and my girlfriend we just got out like we got a place for renting just us that and he goes dude they're three massive things like some people can't like people find it hard to get accommodation here and you and your girlfriend and my three-legged cat <laughs> all have like a place to stay and it's long term and it's secure he's like that's a big check that's amazing and then uh, he's like, you're going out on your own? Dude, that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. such a big thing. And like, he just kind of like reassured me. He's like, you got your residency? Like so many people can't get their residency in this country. He's like, there are three big things in your lifetime that you should do. What Instead of like checking in with yourself and being like, man, you suck. You should be checking in and being like, that's sick. Yeah. Good on you, man. Yeah, you're proud. Yeah. And I think like, yeah, people need to cut themselves some slack. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's okay. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Think about little things that you think might be little or nothing. Like they're actually pretty big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good. Yeah. Focus on the things that are, are working. The yeah. positives. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I feel like, yeah. And that whole benchmarking thing too is like, I'd look at my friends and they're like, new trucks, new bikes, new toys, mm. new this. But you don't know like... It's a backstory. Yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like, and I had to teach myself. It's like, yeah, I don't have a sick Tacoma oh, like I don't have this or that or I feel like I don't have like the funds to buy all this stuff out. But I got no debt. Mm. Like, so you don't know. Did that person just get an $80,000? Yeah, are they paying $700 a month for the next 64 months? Yeah, (laughs) you don't know. Like, you don't know. And I think that's something that, I don't know, I need to do personally is stop benchmarking myself Mm. against other people and benchmarking myself against myself. Yeah. It's like, and especially with social media, because oh, everyone on social media is just bloody amazing at everything they bloody do. Oh, it's impossible. Yeah. Working in that area too, it kills me. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like no one's that happy. No one's got it that good. Everyone's yeah. just putting their the fake version of themselves online. Yeah. No one's authentic. Everyone's yeah. just pretending to be a big shot. But like, I'd love to see some social media of people just being like, 
I had a shit day today. Mm. My life's falling apart. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> yeah. And I think and keeping it authentic because then that's the hard thing too. Like, I don't know. Man, social media is such a weird place. Like, I hate it so much. Mm. But I also am that person on there. Like, like you you scroll through. You're like, yo, man, this dude's like... <laughs> oh, Simon, he goes biking he every goes day. He goes biking every day. He just went to Peru. Like, he lives in Canada. <laughs> He's doing all this cool stuff best life ever yeah uh i had a fucking panic attack because of how much tax i have mm-hmm. to pay or like you know mm-hmm. I'm like oh no i have to budget to make sure we can pay for groceries you don't see that stuff man or like me and my girlfriend having the chat about how are we ever going to buy a place like yeah you know and then i'm looking at friends back home and and they're like they're not buying their investment properties you know, you two mm-hmm. kids and all this sort of stuff and it's like yeah it's it's tricky because like you for me i'm a very private person in some aspects (laughs) like depending on like where i'm like emotionally very private um and don't seem to let i don't let myself i say seem i know that i don't open up to my like to people and stuff so like it's pretty crazy when you're like i'm gonna show you this part of me Mm. and i'm just gonna keep this stuff behind i think like some close people know Mm -hmm. i also think it throws people too when i talk to them i'm like man i am not doing well and they're like what and they're like Mm. but you're always like you know you're always joking and stuff and i'm like it's It's a self-defense mechanism (laughs) (laughs) it's a front (laughs) but like yeah i think social media kind of magnifies that for people and it's um it's hard like i've definitely tried to wean myself off it but like, yeah, I think, um, kind of just talking about like, that's why it's so good to disconnect and like, go for that bike ride, go for that hike, go sit in the park and read that book or, or, you know, go for a coffee with your buddy, mm. like just, and talk to people mm-hmm. or talk to yourself. Yeah. Like self-love, man. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. uh, it's underrated. I think. Go for a walk, have a good chat with yourself, figure out what's going on. It's only crazy if you answer yourself. You can talk to yourself, but just don't be like, man, what should I do about that? Well, what I think you should do. (laughs) It's like the seven voices in your head. (laughs) I've been trying to like journal more lately because apparently it's good Mm -hmm. for you. But I noticed the other day when I was feeling particularly crazy, I wrote the word we need to sort stuff out. And I was like, hold on. (laughs) How many? There are me in here. We are one, but we are many. (laughs) Yeah. That's cool. Um, For me this week, it was Canadian Father's Day. And I don't know. That any kind of stuff like that always brings me down a little bit. Um, yeah raised without a dad it's always mm. tough especially seeing everyone on social media being like this is my dad he's the best man ever and i don't know where i'd be without him just makes me be like oh whenever i'd be if i had a dad that'd be nice so that's great yeah yeah, yeah. your mom your mom did a pretty badass job of being your mom and your dad yeah so. mother's day is always good <laughs> yeah yeah, mother's day's always yeah. Good. um yeah that's where i'm at and then anyone been listening for the last couple of weeks would know I'm at like more of the lower part of the mental health cycle. Um, I've actually decided to go back and see a therapist again, just for like, I don't know, just a bit of a refresher. I think it's nice to go every now and again. Nice. It's important. Yeah. I was also thinking potentially if people are interested, I could share some of the things that come up in my sessions. I don't know if you're listening and that's something that you do want to hear, reach out when I will. But uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I got yeah. this week. <laughs> yeah, it gets me too. We're, we're yeah. the check-in. Mm. 
Good on you though, Kyle. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Ooh, thanks, Simon. Yeah, and thanks, Simon. Oh, thanks for having me. Woo, it's a beautiful day. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Zach. Remember when Auntie Betty and Uncle Susie were doing the dishes the other day? I sure do. I saw you staring, Kyle. You had any wet dreams since that day? I've been having a lot of wet dreams, Zach. And as my mama always said, they come and they go. But what I know is I'm, it's just more of a come. Well, you're in your 40s now, so it's normal to have these wet dreams, you hear. Come down to Dirty Dave's next time you're in town, and we'll hook you up with Dirty Dave's Wet and Willy Wild and Newspapers. What you do is you have a wet dream, keep a stack of them by your bed. Every time you have a wet dream, put your butt in the air, throw one underneath, you can just keep sleeping. A good night's rest, no mess. <laughs>